0: What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. You
1: don't have to coax anything out of me.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is going to be very easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so we are back with another episode of Behind the Bum. And I got my friend Corey Camp here. Mm-hmm. Mm, she's here. <laughs> Corey hey. Wait, what's your last name? Camporcioli. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, well,
1: I know. It's on Instagram. It's at Corey Camp, but the full name is Camporcioli.
0: I was gonna say, I guess I've never <laughs> formally known your last name. I only hear it from, like, wait, how did I meet you? My...
1: Just, like, gay witchcraft, I think. (laughs) (laughs) The gay Illuminati.
0: Well, no, I think my sister. (laughs) I went up to her and I was like, yo, you know my sister? And you're like, I don't fucking know her. (laughs) And I was like... (laughs) I approached you, though. Yeah, I think so. Did you want to hook up with me when you saw me? Or were you like, oh, he's gonna be my friend? (laughs) Um, you had good energy. So, I had a lace shirt on, so it must have been, like... Yes, yeah. yes.
1: I was like, I can see right through this I was bitch, putting out. Literally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now we're on my bed. So yes, like, we are. So, like, really beautiful. A
1: lot of people are very jealous of me, I would imagine,
0: well, these sheets probably need to be washed. Yeah. Oh my god, what is that? That horrible stain and
1: that smell. Oh my god. It's Healthy. probably your feet,
0: bitch. Yes,
1: you're right. <laughs> Stinky ass feet. I was like, can I take off my socks and get comfortable? And you were like, you can take everything off. I was like, okay, I'm keeping everything on, but my socks. Are this is very off. on brand right now. <laughs> you know? Very on brand. I'm like pink ass sweatpants. Well, I'm you're like.
0: wearing a pink ass coat, I so sure like. I
1: am. And a little Mickey Mouse like. are you like a disney fan i grew up like going to disney like every year and obsessed with it
0: Um, i feel that yeah i loved
1: it and i just love what it stands for just like you can accomplish your dreams and anything is possible and i feel like that was so important for a little faggoty like
0: (laughs) (laughs) do you feel like you are currently accomplishing your dreams absolutely do you think your parents think you're accomplishing your dreams
1: yeah totally i mean i think a lot of like what i look at when i'm making decisions is like will like 10 year old Corey be be happy and, and that's like proud. really
0: really fucking deep
1: yeah well i mean i don't know and just like from my parents perspective like it's actually really cool because um just recently i was um on the forbes 30 under 30 that's fucking the, dope yeah in the hollywood and entertainment category does that
0: mean you're a millionaire? No, I can't <laughs> confirm that I'm not a millionaire, not yet. I always thought if you're on Forbes, like 30 under 30 or something, that means you're like a millionaire.
1: No, um, it means that there's good possibility that you will become a millionaire, That's what I'm banking Maybe on. Maybe at like 35. Yes, exactly. like,
0: be a couple of years.
1: Um, but it was really interesting, like having that stamp of like mainstream approval and like mainstream success.
0: Did was, you think like, you got like following from it or do you think it was more credibility based that just put think, you on the map Yeah, I think it was credibility based. Yeah. And like
1: especially for me, like from my parents' perspective, I think Forbes is so synonymous with success that mm-hmm. they were like they don't really necessarily understand like the acting stuff or like the TV or film stuff, but they can point to Forbes, Forbes yeah. and be like, "Oh, he's he's done something." <laughs> which has been nice. And and also for me, like I think it was really meaningful for me to be an out queer person on the 30 under 30 mm-hmm. because it is so probably syn- not many. Yeah. It is so synonymous with success that like, I know that there's like a little kid in Nebraska who's looking at that list. Definitely reading Forbes. And, and, well, I mean, <laughs> who knows? I know. I and get it. Yeah. That and saying like, I can, I can be on that too. And I can be successful in a mainstream way. Um, Goals. So yeah. So it's major i think okay so
0: we need a backdrop yeah, back how did i get there? because <laughs> everybody's probably <laughs> like, like who what? the fuck is this <laughs> <in heaven? laughs> okay so you started femme yes tell me what it is
1: yes femme is a short film um about carson a car- character named carson who goes to hook up with someone um on a gay dating app mm. Um, Something we've all never done Never This is entirely made up (laughs) Um, No just kidding It's my life story Um, And he goes to hook up with someone And when he gets there He gets denied for being too femme uh, Too feminine um, Mm. And sort of Goes on this journey towards self-discovery with the help of a drag queen fairy godmother. Oh, I love this. RuPaul's Drag Race. Love it. Um, and it's really a journey towards loving yourself and finding the thing that um you feel makes you unworthy and sort of harnessing that and making it your identifier and the thing that really like sets you free.
0: So you started this kind of as a way to make somebody younger than you or who might not be out feel relatable
1: yeah i mean it's interesting because i graduated from nyu tish um and studied acting and i graduated and my first agent um my first agent meeting she basically was like you'll never work because you're too gay Shit. Cool, 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 cool. Like this is definitely how I want to graduate. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I just felt like my queerness and my feminist like made me undesirable from a professional standpoint, and then from a personal standpoint, I would be on apps, um, and I would see mask only and no femmes, and I felt like I was getting it from all angles that my femininity made me less than, and so. I sort of challenged myself to write a film that celebrated feminists in a way that I couldn't really point to. You know, like, I had seen femme characters before, but they were always the butt of the joke or the sidekick, right? Yeah. And I was like, I want to make a film that celebrates feminists, where the main character is femme and can anchor an entire movie. And
0: find, like, a hot dude.
1: You know what? I mean, it's less about that. For me, it's more about, like...
0: Learn Self-empowerment. I feel and that. And
1: then I feel like when you love yourself, you become more attractive and, and people flock to you. People a
0: love way. a confident guy.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. finding that confidence from within. So that was that was like my journey towards making femme. I really... And, and the the interesting thing too is that I started I made the film aspirationally, right? Like I didn't yet love my femme identity yet. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if only I can make this film that celebrates it in a way that I am craving this acceptance, then maybe I'll learn to love my femness, you know? And I think the coolest thing is like we went on Kickstarter. We raised... Our goal was to raise um, $10,000. We made $10,000 in one day.
0: That's wild. Yeah.
1: And then we went on to raise about $25,000.
0: Hell um,
1: yeah. Yeah. And so then we made the film. We put it on um, the festival circuit. Um, we've been in 10 countries, 50 film festivals. Um, Rachel Brosnahan from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel um, signed on to executive produce the, the short um and so throughout that whole process like i've learned to love my femme identity and love who i am and also see that like so many people out there really craving that um acceptance of their femme identity too and i'm I'm hearing from from queer kids all over the world who are saying Mm -hmm. like um you know your story is my story and i saw myself up on on screen for the first time and like people from like all over from Australia. Well, it's and so weird. Ireland, it's like I feel like
0: growing up, like you got to be the same age as me, right? Like I'm 26. You're Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, in yeah, the yeah, same yeah, demographic. Yeah, sure, sure. Ish, yeah. A little
1: older. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I am under, under 30, over 26. <laughs> <laughs> you're still in the under 30 yes, category. Barely, by this of my <laughs> But I my feel like year. I can relate to you in this yeah. aspect. I feel like I might not necessarily classify under the term femme okay but like i think growing up you never had anybody to look up to or to be like oh this is who i want to be like or like this is me because i think growing up i would always see like gay associated with like high heels and makeup Mm -hmm. where there was no like masculine guy that could just like men. There was no, like, yeah. feminine guy who's dressed like a guy but liked men. I just feel yeah. like it was so far-fetched that, like, 1% of gay people do yeah. drag and whatever, and it's yeah. great, and I love it. Yeah. But I just think being a quote-unquote straight kid and you're trying to figure it the fuck out,
1: Yeah,
0: it's, it was so hard back
1: yeah.
0: whenever, 10 years ago, and to I figure it out. We
1: Like, we know that, like representation matters and seeing yourself on 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 screen matters and i think what's really exciting about um like today is that um you know different people are are um are telling their stories and and having their their stories um you know distributed more widely and and people all across the world are seeing themselves in in a way that they haven't before and and, and I think it's a really exciting time to be a filmmaker. Like, everyone wants content right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like everyone having an iPhone, it's like anyone can be a creator. Literally. And I think it's a really exciting time for for representation and, and for diversity.
0: Well, I think it's crazy because, like, people who would never be viewed as, as celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. You can grow a following on social media, become this persona, mm-hmm. and immediately you're what some people would view as a celebrity like you are now like goals to them where like Mm -hmm. they would do anything to meet you or go to your event or see you or they want to dress like you and it's insane that some people sit there and they're like social media is bad and like does so much harm but at the same time I feel like social media personally has like helped myself so much because I feel like I've helped people but By me helping people it's kind of like Helped myself if that makes sense
1: Very much that Because
0: I feel like you I'm good under pressure So like when I feel like I have pressure To like perform Or like do good for someone Or there's somebody watching me That like if I fuck up like They're gonna also be let down Mm -hmm. It like makes you keep going and keep going And keep pushing And like even when I'm tired it's like oh fuck Like who are you posting tomorrow Like You constantly are pushing yourself harder the bigger you grow.
1: Yeah, and I I think also I've kind of made a, a distinct decision that, like, I want to use my social media presence to, like, kind of celebrate my wins. And because I'm normally a pretty, like, private person, but I feel like I've seen queer people before me, like, on social media, like celebrating their wins and i remember looking at those people and being like if they can do it i can do it too
0: and like how the fuck did they do it yeah Yeah.
1: and 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 it is sort of a fake it till you make it situation but Mm -hmm. i feel like by celebrating my wins like by posting about every festival that i'm at and every um you know meeting that i'm at with a major like studio or agency and stuff like that i'm telling those queer kids like yes like you you can do this too and i think that was a a very deliberate switch that i had to make that kind of put myself out of my comfort zone because like i am one who is a little bit maybe more feeling more private but that switch i thought was so important because you shining your brightest allows other people to shine too
0: yeah you got to like emulate confidence even if you don't necessarily feel it because yeah. people will read you in two seconds what's that
1: quote it's like um raise your voice um even even if your voice is shaking you know and it it's never like, heard that one but like, like i get past it that yeah fear of, of
0: like you feel like you're gonna pass out but you just gotta do it <laughs> yeah. yeah literally
1: because yeah, i do think like as queer people like i don't know i felt like i was um raised and I was looking to society and society told me that I shouldn't take up space as a queer person. And I think any time that we do raise our voice as queer people, it is an act of defiance and an act of um, of sticking it to, to everyone who, who, who told us that we should be small and not take up space.
0: That made fun of us. Yeah! <laughs> Let's get back at our bullies. Let's make them feel like shit. Who are all married and gaining weight rapidly now. I didn't say it, <laughs> <laughs> That was it. Okay, so I got to ask you then. So how sure. did you necessarily, like, come out? Like, what were your parents' reactions? Did they always know you were gay?
1: I think my parents would have been more shocked if I came out as straight. <laughs> got it. <laughs> <laughs> Than being gay. Um, but, yeah, my family has been super supportive. Um, I think for me, like, I came out, I guess, like, kind of late, maybe. Um, I think I was 20 when I came out. Okay, I was um, 21. Yeah. So, like, relatable. And I, I think what was important to me is that I came out to my parents when I actually was in a relationship. Because I felt like I didn't... Straight people don't come out as being straight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I felt like I'll, I'll tell them when I'm in a relationship and have someone to say, like, I'm in a relationship and his name is...
0: <laughs> well, that was my <laughs> biggest fear is to be like... Oh, Mom, I'm gay. And then the next question, Oh, how do you know? Oh, I I, I don't know. I just banged three dudes, Mom. (laughs) Like, never dated anyone. Don't have anything going on. So I did the same exact thing. Like, until I felt comfortable with someone, I was like, I'm bringing this shit to the grave until someone enjoys my company. Yeah. (laughs) But, clearly, we're both single again. So it didn't work.
1: (laughs) I mean... uh... (laughs) But, yeah, I, I think I, I'm really lucky that I had, like, super supportive family um, and people that, that weren't shocked, I guess. Yeah. No, I
0: feel... Yeah, I get it. What about your grandparents? Because I know your grandparents are a little older. I just told you my
1: grandparents are celebrating their 65th wedding anniversary this weekend. Yeah, like, I don't... Wow, <laughs> I'm you dated someone for sixty-five minutes. Um. Yeah,
0: let alone find a sixty-five-year-old man that even wants our company. I
1: mean. um, no, it's it's actually really interesting. I um, I just kind of recently like came out to my grandparents. Actually, like I never had a full-on conversation with them because I kind of knew that they knew from the grape through like through the grapevine of my yeah. family, which I, in retrospect, I think I probably should have like actually made a moment and let them hear it from me as opposed to hearing it from someone else. But um, it's been interesting. My, my my grandfather is like my world and I, I look up to him so much and he's Aww. such a badass and he's like, he has like
0: tattoos. Oh, and, sounds like, just is, like you. <laughs> is like a gambler <laughs> and like drives, like
1: drove a Porsche for forever. Just like, he's, he's wild and crazy. And he's all about just, like, me being happy and, and, and me following my dreams. And so um, I he had known about Femme, but I never really, like, told him what it was about. Mm-hmm. And with Femme, like, we have merchandise and we're selling tanks and pins. If you want any, you can go to <laughs> Um But anyway, my grandpa was, like, when I was telling him about that, and he was, like, he was, like, what did he say? Um, take the, uh, he was, like, take all the gays' money. <laughs> like, like, not, not in a pejorative way, just, like, he was just like, take all of their money. That's like, so adorable. And, like, I thought it was really cute. And, like, it was the first time he acknowledged me as a gay person, and, and that was so major. And then with my grandmother, who lives in Ohio, like, we just started kind of talking about, like, Trump and, and, and how much we both hate him. And, and I kind of was like, um, you know, as a queer person and then talked about like how I disagreed with his, his decision about like the transgender ban and things like that. And, and my grandma just kind of like acknowledged it and moved on and, and it wasn't a big moment. It was just kind of like, she's always, you knew she knew kind of thing. yeah. Yeah. And I think those moments are really like touching when, when you've been seen as your true authentic self for a while. And then it's just like one little, final, like, bow on it. Yeah, and you're like,
0: I "I know, bitch. Yeah, I know. know. Yeah. I'm
1: so lucky, I think, that I have my grandparents and was able to, like, have that moment with them because I think a lot of people don't necessarily get that opportunity.
0: No, that makes sense. My grandma, actually, I... When I made the traveling bum, uh-huh. nobody knew it was me.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I never told my family. You were like, DL on the DL. I was super DL. <laughs> super DL just showing my ass, <laughs> hooking up with boys on Instagram, <laughs> trying to be like, am I gay? I don't know. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. And so then um, Elite Daily was like, hey, Jeff, we want to do, like, an article and, like, interview you. And I was like, fuck. And like, never came out. Like, no oh, one they knows. And reached
1: out to you, like, via DM. Yeah.
0: Went in the DMs. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do this interview. So I did the interview and then obviously the article got posted and, like, the heading was, like, Jeff Perla, queer, gay, man, and, like, my grandma's on Facebook, my aunt's on Facebook, my cousins are on Facebook. So all of a sudden I get all these texts and, like, the first one was actually from my grandma. Stop. And it was, like, a two-paragraph, like, I have a screenshot in my phone somewhere. And it was just like so beautiful. And she sent, this was like two years ago. And it was just like the nicest fucking thing ever. And she was just like, I love you no matter what. Just no, stop make showing sh- your butt. Yeah. <laughs> no, she loves it. She's like, I saw your most recent post. I'm like, thanks, Grandma. Did you like it? Okay, stop. Did you <laughs> she <double> knows.
1: Tap? <laughs> I don't care if you didn't double tap.
0: Yeah, it's like, Grandma, as long as you're reading it and you enjoy it and you tell all your friends to follow me, that's all that no, matters. No, not the friends. <laughs> Listen, a likes that. a like. <laughs> True. True. So, yeah, no, it's definitely, it makes you feel like you're doing something good when your family actually supports you.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, what a privilege that we both came from households that our, our family does support us. And and um, I think not everyone is that lucky, but I think that the cool thing is is like queer people like we always in the words of RuPaul like we always find our tribe and I think like part of coming to New York really was like finding my tribe and finding those people that make up my my family like not necessarily my biological family though I'm lucky to have a supportive biological family too but like that queer um community of people who always have your back and I'm, I'm, I'm really lucky to have found you know both of those things and like any, like, queer person that's listening, like, you'll find, you'll find your people
0: and you'll, you'll find your... No, your I, I agree with that. Yeah. I feel, But the, here's the thing with the New York people is I feel like
1: yeah.
0: as you grow, which I'm assuming you've experienced, mm-hmm. is there's times when people, you can tell when someone just uses you mm. because they either want to be in your friend group or they want, like, your following... Or they just want to know how you got invited to an event. There's just always something attached somehow. So every time I meet someone new, I, like, always keep them to arm's distance. And everyone's like, why don't we hang out? Or why don't you give me your number? And I'm like, I just, like, don't trust you like that yet. And I feel like being gay, you either, like, it's either, like, really good because you gravitate towards someone immediately. Because you have an immediate common ground where you all went through something similar. So it's like... I, like, met you immediately, and, I, like, we already, like, were are friends, and, like, yeah. you just gave me your corny-ass smile right when I <laughs> met you at this party, and, like, we just immediately had a friendship, and there wasn't anything more to it, but then there's other people who, like, you can tell have, like, an ulterior motive, and that, like, the minute you serve your purpose to them, they're, like, done with you.
1: Have you, like, been
0: burned like that? Oh, my God, I've been burned. My first year Mm -hmm. in New York could just be called, like, one big burn. It was, like, me (laughs) going to the Hamptons and being, like, oh, I'm going to the Hamptons with this person this weekend. And then they, like, never text you back because you went and you drove. (laughs) So I was, like, the driver. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then I was, like, okay, Jeff, you're turning 23. Like, you're going to, like, do your own shit now. And, like, you're not going to get used by people. And, like, I feel like I just learned a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I was, like, an upstate kid who moved to New York and I didn't have a job. My parents were like, "Jeff, what the fuck are you doing?" Like I I had I was super 70 grand in debt, you know what I mean? Like I can't afford shit. Mm. And I just was like, "I'm moving to New York. I'm going to figure it out." And like I still have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> but like <laughs> do I haven't think? failed yet and I've been here 4 years in August. So,
1: yes. And I think that's kind of like a great thing to peel back like whatever x amount of followers or whatever and it's like we're all just trying to figure it out and yeah. no one knows the playbook and i think the more that we can sort of like peel back the onion and say like we're all just just trying the to same. figure out what, yeah what we're all doing on this spinning and planet.
0: people message me and they're like i'm graduating college like i want to move to new york how did you do it and i was like i would love to give you advice and like how i did it but like you can't think you have to just like pack up your suitcase and go And, like, you either have the personality or you don't. And, like, you have to really just put yourself out there and hustle. And, like, my biggest suggestion is you just have to hustle. And, like, if you're not going to be social and put yourself out there and, like, be prepared to, like, fail or succeed, it won't ever happen.
1: Well, I think the cool thing, too, is, like, meeting all these people and, like, not necessarily, you know, like not using them or asking them for anything it's like the people who ended up being my collaborators and be are are all the people that i just gravitated towards as friends and i think the exciting thing right now like for example on the forbes 30 under 30 it was three of the 30 people on the entertainment list were in my class at tish and like they're all just like my good friends uh, rachel brosnahan and bowen yang and myself and it's cool how i just feel like my best advice is just be nice to everyone.
0: That's wild, but yes. be
1: kind and, um, you know, you never know where someone is going to be. Like, why are you going to be an asshole to anyone? Like, just just from a person-to-person perspective, it's like, don't be mean to anyone. And then from, like, a professional network hustler standpoint, it's like, you never know where that person's going to end up. Yeah. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. But
0: even you don't want to be that person that's like, oh do you follow this kid and they're like oh i met him one time and he's a fucking douche true like you don't ever want to have that reputation yeah. because people talk
1: and it's a small
0: island honey it is a small it island ha- and
1: it's a very small island. <laughs> fuck nobody over
0: or fuck anybody
1: yeah 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 i'm sure don't fuck anyone don't <laughs> sure.
0: mm-hmm. i'm having a slow year are you <laughs> okay
1: tell me more about
0: that i don't know i just i feel like i've just been chilling i'm like yep. kind of like a been um vacation hoeing you know what i mean like it's almost like mm. don't shit where you eat which is mm. the island <laughs> but then like if you catch me in like miami or santiago or whatever it's like open for business i'm i'm readily available <laughs> just a quick dm away
1: yeah. <laughs> um i want to hear about your travels recently
0: Oh, I feel like you'd have to ask something Like I don't even know what to say Did you have I, a good time?
1: What was your favorite place that you visited? I was traveling too, So we can play this game back to back
0: Okay so my favorite place I visited Yeah Well Miami is just so basic So I feel like my favorite place Would oh, have really? to be uh, hmm, 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 hmm. Probably Valparaiso Where is that? It's like in Chile But like on the coast So it's like their beach town And like all the houses were like painted and beautiful and it was like very like puerto rico feeling and like the weather was beautiful the people were beautiful like Mm. everybody like loved the gays like it was dope so definitely want to go back yeah so like i think i might go back in november they were telling me to host like another party or two already
1: planning a return trip
0: hey if people got a budget i'm available
1: yes i just um i just got back from israel Uh, are you jewish I'm not.
0: Wow. Um, okay. Culture went
1: for the Forbes 30 Under 30 Global Summit. I was speaking on a panel there, um, which was awesome. That's fucking and, sick. Um, we were in Tel Aviv for um the first part, and then we went to Jerusalem, and it was so stunningly beautiful. Um, and when I was leaving, um. After I left for my panel, one of the people in the audience was planning Tel Aviv Pride, and she was like, I'd love to have you back for Tel Aviv Pride. And I was like, I will be there.
0: What? Are you <laughs> going?
1: We're trying to figure out the logistics, and I hope it happens. But Oh, I just, my
0: God. I Can I come with everything. you? Yes. Let's be roommates. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. I've been wanting to go there so bad. But I just feel like nothing's brought me there yet, and I need to figure the fuck out.
1: Yes, maybe this is the, the golden
0: ticket. <laughs> this bed is like our magic carpet that takes us to Tel Aviv together in June. <laughs> it,
1: was, it, was, it was so incredible. And then Barcelona was really great as well, the food. And, uh, it was just
0: magical. We're going to talk about the food? <laughs>
1: the food, the
0: boys, <laughs> the architecture. I was like, that's what you're going to give me right now, the food? The
1: boys were, were beautiful.
0: I know. What I would you that, say your type is?
1: Oh, this is gonna be really lame, but like, just someone that's kind. Well, Man, you're such a no, bitch. No, I, I know. want.
0: I want from <laughs> visuals to personality. Let's start. Do we like taller or shorter?
1: I, I don't know. I feel like I, I. really... You're all over the board. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. Mm. I. I. Well, I just feel like at this point in my life. Because like,
0: we're aging rapidly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, yes, I'm re- I'm aging, <laughs> but I feel like I've kind of discovered who I am for the first time and I feel like for the first time, like, I'm ready for a relationship in a real sense and I feel like I'm trying to, like, all of the things that were deal breakers when I was in my, like, early 20s, like, trying to tone them down and being open to, like, I want someone who's driven, um, who's successful and, and, and has a kind heart and is a, is a good person and, like... That's what I'm putting out into the universe that, that I want my partner to be and someone that elevates me, you know. Like I want someone that takes this is me so to my wild next and interesting.
0: level. Yeah, I feel like you're aging yourself, and this is why we're three years apart. <laughs> <laughs> this will be me in three years, probably. Because <laughs> I'm over here like I've never hooked up with a blonde. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I swear I've never seen a blonde person's um dick. <laughs> i'm just gonna put it out there
1: <laughs> wow to all you listeners in your blonde i
0: don't know i like i'm not like against it it's just i feel like every time i go out i just gravitate towards like a very similar looking type and i don't know why but
1: because you're obsessed with yourself
0: no it's not even myself like i love like Spanish boys. No shade. I was like, I'm gonna fucking kick you, <laughs> <This> bitch. <laughs> what's your like pickup line? Like, what's your
1: what's your like in the DMs? What are your moves? Just in, in DMs in real life.
0: Okay, so in the DMs, I have a screenshot that I send to people, and it's dot 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 with a ball, and then the next thing says, "Oh, sorry, my ball must have rolled into DMs. What's up?" No. <laughs> Oh. Come on, you know go. it's cute I gotta go.
1: go Pack it up Act like okay. you're not gonna
0: use that one uh,
1: Send me the screenshot
0: Like, it's kinda cute, right? So
1: what, what do people say?
0: They're like, yo, you're not my type But that's funny ah! as fuck <laughs> oh,
1: wow. Also, you revealed all your secrets So now if you see that If you image, see the ball You know it's going down Yeah um, How about in, in IRL?
0: Okay, so, in person, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just very transparent, and if, like, I see somebody, like, that I'm, like, I'm doing this tonight, I'll be like, hey, do you want to go grab a drink? Like, just straight off the bat.
1: But you're at a bar.
0: Yeah, I'll go buy him a drink. Oh, okay. But I'll, like, just approach him, be like, hey, do you want to go grab a drink?
1: Go grab a drink? Yeah. That makes me feel like you're going to, like, leave and go somewhere else.
0: Oh, well, it works. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know.
1: I feel like I need to be more confident in person.
0: Like, like, I feel like if you just go up to someone, you're like, Hi, I'm Jeff. They're just like, hi. Yeah. And then it immediately starts off, like, kind of awkward a little bit. I don't know. Like, it's weird.
1: I feel like I, like, always wait for people to come Approach you. And then <laughs> I end up <laughs> not getting approached. <laughs> but I do. And what was interesting, actually, was, like, being in... Barcelona and like and and Israel and like being in a gay bar and and I feel like I had this like sense of confidence and like went up to people and I don't know I think maybe part of it is New York you know and like and feeling like I don't want to be judged by people in New York yeah because it was I surprised myself like just going up to people and just being like hey what's up and I think it's But don't you think do it's
0: weird when you see a group of people right mm-hmm. And it's just all guys, right? And Mm -hmm. they're dancing, having fun. And I feel like for me, it's like, is this person single? Are they dating this guy in the circle? Like, you really never know the, like... There's lots of variables. Yeah. So it's like, you could approach a friend group that's all dating, and they're all just best friends. Or you could approach a friend group that's all single. Or you could approach a friend group that, like, two people just met that day, and they planned on banging, but now they're confused because you showed up. (laughs) Like... It's always so different and yes. you never know.
1: Yeah. I think I just have to get better about like just going up to people.
0: Yeah, like I'm prepared to lose every time. But I know <laughs> at three AM I'll win. I don't doubt <laughs> <Okay. laughs> When I'm determined, I have figured the fuck out.
1: <laughs> my favorite is have you ever been to P Town?
0: No, actually. Oh my god. I know. It's
1: it's it's magical. It's it's the dream. Um but
0: I'm not assuming sweet. it's just very similar to Fire Island. No. It's
1: not. No. It's, I you know, there's, like, a, a street called Commercial Street that runs down the, like, the heart of P-Town. Okay. And I feel like with Fire Island, like, I love Fire Island, but I feel like it's very, um, like, people stay at their houses and, like, have...
0: You have to know people parties. to, like, really enjoy yeah, yourself. there's
1: not a lot of, like...
0: Club, bar. Or,
1: like, people mixing and, and mingling you know and what i love about p-town is that everyone goes it's like everyone has the same schedule every day like you go to the beach during the day and then after the beach you go to tea and tea is like i forget the hours it's like
0: you know it's like happy hour like six like, to nine yeah
1: like like four to like maybe five or 5 30 and then like everyone is there and mm-hmm. everyone goes and has dinner and then everyone goes to the same you know they're only like couple of bars that everyone goes to and then afterwards everyone goes to Spiritus which is this pizza place mm. and the bars close early it's like maybe two I think and everyone is at Spiritus getting pizza and it's like the so last no one's call. bottoming it well it's like, it's, like <laughs> it's your last shot if you haven't found someone at the beach or at tea or at the bars <laughs> like you're gonna find someone at 3 a.m have
0: you gone Spiritus. home with someone from the pizza place
1: Ah, uh, I think I had secured
0: Someone you were prior me. to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I love. You still actively dinner. left with the person from the pizza place. And
1: the pepperoni
0: pizza. Oh, cute. <laughs> so I take it you did not what bottom is, that day. It was a win win. <laughs>
1: Well, let's go to B-Town, too. We're going to Israel. We're going to B-Town.
0: Okay. Let's Great. see where else we end up together. <laughs> Who's booking our travel? Yeah, please sponsor us. Somewhere, Disney World. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go to, they
1: have a gay day. I actually... You've
0: been. I don't want to say it, but, like, I got asked to do something with them, so, like, we'll talk after yep. this, but, like, mm-hmm. I'm waiting on the budget. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> but okay. it's in June. We, so, like...
1: A magical time to be had.
0: It's actually called Magical Blank. So, like, we'll have a time, Is it but i like, teasing it. it? No, I'm just going to tell you after this, oh but, like, God, it'll okay. be a great time. Cool. So you'll see me in Orlando in June, but I can't tell you yet because I don't know how much I'm getting paid. Okay.
1: <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> My microphone fell. I got too excited. <laughs>
0: Right, we're back. If and... you only saw our microphones. <laughs> yeah, and
1: my microphone, I mean is a selfie stick. A selfie stick with a microphone, a uh, lavalier it's, microphone. Yeah, it it's really it. beautiful, high guys. budget, guys. Yeah.
0: When you think of high-end, I hope you think of Corey and I. Very that. And this can be you too. <laughs> <laughs> Dream big. <laughs> Amazon, ten ninety nine. Amazon <laughs> Prime. It's no, awesome. I don't even have Amazon. that anymore. What? I know I got kicked off when I graduated college.
1: How are you watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel?
0: I'm not. I know. Wait, you want to know what I'm super excited for that's coming out though is Big Little Lie season two.
1: Okay, I never
0: watched. That. What? Oh my God! Do you have HBO?
1: Yes, but okay.
0: My we need. I mean, like
1: I watched a couple episodes. I know it's that doesn't like fucking great. count. I know, I
0: know. A, you need to watch episode like, one and you'll finish it.
1: Okay. I know Meryl Streep is on season two. I know all the gays are freaking out about that.
0: They're freaking out because the first season was bomb as shit.
1: Bomb is good,
0: I guess. Bomb is good, That's yes. Sorry, I'm catching up on the link. I know, it's like, you're blonde, <laughs> you're confused. I get it. But, like, we both are wearing the same sweatpants, different colors, so, like, we're on the same wavelength, okay? Mine
1: are sweatpants. I wore this to the office, okay?
0: <laughs> Those are sweatpants, Shame. no? Let's
1: not feel it.
0: Oh my god, wait, they look just like mine though. Yeah, are the
1: yours are like the athleisure. Well motion. mine are women's. Oh. I hashtag love, Femme. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Hashtag for your femme. Yeah. We should post that. Hashtag I, for your femme. I um that's our, that's our hashtag.
0: Okay, I'll be super extra. I'll get like one of my crop top outfits <laughs> going and like please. Yeah, we'll do something. Yeah. Maybe like we'll get Pride crop tops that say like Femme and Bum on them mm-hmm. and we could take like cute pics together. Are you going to do a butt picture for me one day?
1: I don't know. Why? I don't know. I'm like, I'm shy.
0: Are you though? Like, you're in the public eye, bitch, talking about like coming out and being gay and like yeah. you just told me you at home with someone from a pizza shop. So like, <laughs> I mean, you can't be that shy. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I, th- I think one day, I think, I don't know. I think I have like an interesting relationship with my body in that. Like, part of, I think, my femme journey, I think, is understanding that I'm, that I'm worthy, you know? And I think for a long time, i like, I went to the gym all the time, but it was because I felt that I was unworthy and that the only thing that would make me worthy is, like, having a good body. And... And I think, like, now I'm understanding that I am more than my body, but now I want to get back to a more healthy lifestyle and, like, mm-hmm. find the medium, right? Because, like, not everyone who's, like, shredded is like that because they feel like it's their best asset. Like, it's also yeah. just really great from a health perspective, and I'm trying to find, like, the, the middle ground, you know?
0: No, I get it. I feel like last year, this sounds, like, so dumb, but I was, like, a washboard, You know what I mean? Like, I had no body definition. I was, like, fucking chilling. Mm -hmm. And then I just feel like from going to Fire Island for the first time and everything else, and, like, I don't want to say I did it for other people, Mm -hmm. but I was just like, you know, everyone works out. Like, I'm going to try it. So for the past, like, eight months, I've been, like, working out, and, like, my body went, like, tenfold. Mm -hmm. And, like, I just feel so much better, and, like, you're obviously more confident, and, like, I don't want to say I care about my appearance and, like, my body and everything like that, but I just feel better about myself mm-hmm. from doing it.
1: Yeah, and I think for me... It's, but
0: I still eat, like, shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think for me it's the switch of I was doing it for other people, Mm-hmm. and I want to be doing it for myself. Yeah. And finding what that looks like and feels like for me.
0: I get that. Um, Do you think body positivity is an issue in the gay community
1: i mean i i think body image is is very much an issue in the community like we see masculine shredded bodies that are glorified and Mm -hmm. my friend ben yar is really great and has a, a really incredible instagram um about body positivity and i'm seeing so many other people um in that space um who are just showing off what different bodies looked like, look like and disabled bodies. And I just watched, um, special.
0: Oh my my God. I just watched the two yesterday. It was so adorable.
1: And it was so great to see, um, a body with cerebral palsy, um, who is queer and moving about the world and it's joyful and it's uplifting. Um, and I think it was so cool to see, um, to see that and that Netflix um, put that out there um, because think of how many other differently abled people queer people who are out there and pointing to that and saying like damn like I'm on Netflix
0: and it's adorable because so like even for me on The Bum for example if I were to post like a butt's a butt, right? Sure. So like if I were to post just your general jacked white guy right Mm -hmm. from behind my whole feed would look exactly the same, right? So I try so hard to, like, showcase, like, different people of all shapes, sizes, colors. But I think what I have a hard time doing is those people who are different don't even, like, submit anything to me. So I have to, like, so when I'm in Santiago or I'm in Miami or even in New York, I literally, like, approach people who look different but also look confident who would do it And I'm like, hey, I want you to do a picture for me because I think they would never think that like I wanted them to do it, which I think is a problem that I'm trying to get across. That's like you could be any size, shape, like everyone has a story, Yeah. but like you just need to be like comfortable with yourself and like showcase it.
1: But I think that's a problem of our society, right? That we're only glamorizing, like in shape, um, like jacked predominantly white bodies and like the Mm -hmm. fact that people don't feel comfortable enough to even submit to travel yeah like i think that speaks to a broader issue of, of 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 how we as society um only showcase certain types of people and that other people who are outside of that feel like they don't belong at all yeah um yeah
0: it's definitely a struggle so That's why we need to just, like, send me your friends. Be like, bitch, send them your butt. (laughs) Or I'll take it, because I'd rather take the pictures. Really? Well, yeah, because I just feel like I have, like, my own aesthetic. You know what I mean? So I feel bad. What
1: is your aesthetic?
0: I just, like, want a certain amount of the sky. I want to be a certain distance away. Like, so I just feel like sometimes when people send me a picture, I feel bad being like, can you take it again? Yeah. Because, like, I know how awkward it is to just, like throw yourself outside and take a picture of your butt and you send it to me and you're like, wait, is this good? And then what am I supposed to do? Be like, no, no, I need you to be five inches further away. It's like, you sound like a bitch.
1: Yeah.
0: So I'm, send it to I'd rather floor. just take it.
1: Be like, this is your inspo.
0: Yeah. No, I feel like people like got it down now. It's been, it's been two years yeah, in the making. Have,
1: yeah, you have a, uh, yes.
0: And like, true. I'm going to take yours. So you have no issue. <laughs> you're just going to okay, get a little tan in israel great it's a deal or at disney world
1: <laughs> or in p <P-down>.
0: Or, <laughs> <laughs> or let's be realistic fire island because that's <laughs> how we're gonna make it to.
1: <laughs>
0: true <laughs> you can I'm come not. to my house in the hamptons
1: great i've never been to the hamptons actually why i don't know
0: like just not your thing or like you just never found your way there yet
1: uh, yeah the latter it's always kind of felt like a little inaccessible yeah um but one of my really good friends is um, working out there this summer so i think i'll i'll end up making it out.
0: Yay, that's pool okay. parties. I would love that. Okay, but is well,
1: it like is it gay? Like i feel like it's like super straight. And maybe that's why i i don't i'm not drawn to No,
0: going i feel there. that. So the Hamptons has a gay party on Fridays at oh. a place called Almond. So like I that's what I saw
1: that on the Real Housewives in New York City.
0: They went to dinner Oh, there. yeah, Almond's Mad Good and all the gays go on Fridays. Okay. So like that's where you go on Friday.
1: Great.
0: Saturday day is like you got to know someone whether it's a party or like you're doing something but like you know me so we'll like hang and like it'll be super fun. <laughs> um and then Saturday night it's usually like you're going to somewhere in Southampton's, like Southampton Social, super fun. Okay. But it's like one of those like places that's a big lawn. There's like picnic tables. Everyone's drinking, play great music. But then if you want to be like super clubby, you can go inside. Hmm. And then Sundays is Montauk. Okay. So How it's far like.
1: Is Montauk from the Hamptons.
0: It's like thirty minutes. Okay. So we go oh, out I there. Educated. Yeah, right so now. you go out there, you day drink, like labor day weekend i believe it was was like my last montauk time and um what the fuck is her name luna something she performed i oh, mean it was literally amazing because i like it was so unexpected but like the hamptons is just so like low-key things just like occur and then you're happy and drunk and then you'll probably call into work on monday and it's yeah. fine
1: we should make a gay party
0: there. well let's come let's have like a gay dating app sponsor a pool party at my house yeah wink wink we'll discuss chappy. yeah <laughs> that's our go-to <laughs> you out there chappy Are you
1: listening? i
0: worked with them before they hosted my christmas party i love them yeah they're great they great.
1: Right.
0: um that's all we have time for because this is probably no! all gonna get edited now so you'll have to come back okay well we'll record an episode blacked out in the hamptons
1: that sounds good <laughs> um y'all make sure you follow me at cory camp
0: yeah C-O- t- give them the deets
1: c-o-r-e-y c-a-m-p Make sure you check out Femme the Film.
0: Where can at, they find it?
1: You can find it for free on Reverie, which is a queer streaming service, which you should all check out.
0: Never heard of that. Cool. Yeah,
1: check them out. And you can find the link on com. That's F-E-M-M-E, com, And...
0: Oh, we got another one. And
1: everyone should keep their eyes peeled because... um. Rachel Brosnahan from uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel signed on to executive produce um, the TV series version of them. Ooh. And so we are trying to find the right home for it right now, and I'm about to go into um, pitches in LA. So send me good vibes, send me good. I will energy. send you the best vibes and ever. If any of you producers or people out there are interested, you hit me up. You slide into the and send that
0: picture with that of, ball that Jeff, exactly, <laughs> and I'll know what's up <laughs> send the ball send your bot we're both available <laughs> so thank you for
1: having
0: me anytime babe and if you don't time. follow me you're stupid just follow me you know where to find me <laughs> alright we need to go <laughs> this needs to be done <laughs> okay bye. bye babe
1: bye